Close your eyes and imagine a room. There's a secret door. A staircase that descends into darkness. A room filled with terrible wonders. It is a library of mysteries, a catalog of terrors. Join us bi-weekly down the hidden staircase for stories and cases you probably haven't heard of. You can find The Hidden Staircase on iTunes, Spotify, or any podcatcher. Don't forget to lock your doors and hold tight to your flashlight. Everybody, this is Danielle. Two <laughs> and one. All right. Now, now you say your part. Still Danielle. No. That's not. Uh, this. Hey, everybody. This is Danielle. I need you to say it more like you're not five. I don't sound like I'm five. <laughs> Maybe you should try sounding like you're five, and it will. There you go. Reverse Let, it. Let's try that. I only talk. No. To no. Uh, no. 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 Well, tell Carla her part then. We have to get to you first. We're past me. No, wait, you go second. No, I need one more good one from you. Hey, everybody, this is Danielle. That was still pretty shitty, but this is Daniel. <sighs> and oh, this is Carla. Oh, and both of you are fine on the first try. And we're yep. Hoosier Homicide, a true crime. crime podcast by <laughs> Hoosiers, for Hoosiers, or for anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier is. That's really how it's done. Yes, thank you. I needed to take over. A makeover. I needed to take over. A makeover. I don't know if I'd be talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> More than one person here could use a makeover. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not my fault my shampoo and conditioner hasn't arrived. <laughs> it still hasn't come yet. No. Like that's going to fix my whole world. Yeah, it might. <laughs> it might. I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah. All right. So, what's going on? I went to the Colts game today. Yep. What'd they do for us there? Tay took it into overtime just to lose. Just to lose. But they're good at that. Getting real close. Hey, your boyfriend's game's on. All right. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Is he on your fantasy team? I have P-Ribs. He's not a draftable fantasy position. Well, that's no. dumb. He is a lineman. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> but I got P-Ribs. Yes. As do I. You do? Yep. And I also have Matt Ryan, and apparently I should have kept Matt Ryan in, but that's apparently okay. I should have put Golden Tate on in, but I didn't. All right. I just saw the hat Mom took a picture of. I know. Did they find that at the playground? I don't know. I don't know where she is. It says East State Penitentiary, and it's like a hat. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> Why? Who, who needs this? And Dad asks, is it in good shape? Because he's... Um, <laughs> Old guy. Well, yeah, it looks pretty. like a perfectly good hat to me. <laughs> and your dad looks like someone that that's come from the penitentiary. <laughs> he did like four <laughs> years. <laughs> Speaking of prison, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, is that? Well, they uh, usually well, they prison usually is involved. Do yeah, end up there. But you, I mean, sometimes they don't. But they should, and they don't. I did see the title of this. Of what? Well, I only saw a glance. 
And I thought it said Oprah. And then I just thought, like, <laughs> it's probably not a Yeah, Oprah. you guys didn't know Oprah murdered somebody? I mean, she's a very talented woman. She could have. Well, yeah, but it would be systematic. It wouldn't. She wouldn't get her hands dirty. <sighs> when this episode comes out, it will be Daniel and I's 25th wedding anniversary. 25th? Okay, 5th. Yep. Oh, what the fuck? We were six when we got married. It, only, feel, it only feels like five minutes. We you would be betrothed. We had to go to West Virginia. Underwater. <laughs> well, congratulations. It hasn't felt like that long. No. Well, we've been together longer than that, so it does Yeah, feel, you know, Daniel doesn't have anything to say about that. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Can't go back. Can't go back and undo any of that. I'm thinking, I'll trade you. Trade me what? You are, I thought you already traded her for a cow. Or you uh, traded the cow for her. That never mind. It's, just been, it's been a long week. It's been a long 90 days. 90 Day Fiance. We used to watch that. Yes. So I'm waiting for someone the to... Fish, the fish is in the other room dying. That's very sad. After several attempts of trying to save the fish's life with antifungal medication. And then we switched to antibiotics. And I will say, that is... Way more than most people will we, do. We tried to save the little critter's life. I, you tried really hard. Well, well I want to get, I want to get a bigger aquarium at some point. So I have to figure out how to actually keep things alive. Considering <laughs> but, this was the goldfish, two, two of the three are still living. But boobs was my favorite. Well, I did like what? boobs. Guess what? We're not going to tell her that boobs died. We're just. The fish is named Boobs because it's a Blackmore goldfish, so it has big telescope eyes that look like tits. She didn't know its name was Fake Boobs. Tits. Yeah, she calls the, she. I tricked her into naming it Donald. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want its name to be? No, it's, no, it's named, no. That's what I get for naming a goldfish after the president. Oh, I thought it was she after named Donald after Duck. Donald Duck. It, it, no, she, that's she what, did. That's what she thinks. But she did. I told her Donald because. <laughs> The other, because I thought it'd be funny when she, when she had to tell your mother that. Well, the now the president's dying. <laughs> you can't say that. The president of the. <laughs> the of president the, fish is dying. The president, president of the aquarium is dying. dying. Yeah. He looks pretty rough. Poor so, boobs. He looks really rough. I feel bad. Yeah. We'll have to have a. Mo- this is where they buried my brother. That's <laughs> <laughs> from the cat right. in the hat when they throw the fish in the toilet. This is where they buried my brother. <laughs> Hang on, I got it. I'm planning the. Fi- I'm I'm planning a goldfish funeral in my oh head right now. Just my. so you know. Is it a water funeral or like a Viking funeral? Or are we gonna like <laughs> bury it? Uh, no, we're gonna do a Viking funeral. I don't know about flushing something that's lit on fire down the toilet. <laughs> Everything down there is flammable. <laughs> a lot what, of flammable gas. What was the case that we talked about that had the they gave? <laughs> gave <a Viking. laughs> that was. Barbara Garcia, it's a, one of the first like beginning episodes is why she dumped his body in a lake. She was giving him his Viking funeral. A Viking funeral. That's what he always wanted. You know, wrapped in a tarp, tied to cinder blocks, halfway in the water. That's traditionally what they do in Viking culture. Here we go. We'll play this too. So it's a Scottish funeral. <laughs> the fish is Scottish? <laughs> no, I just think that's a good uh, funeral song. Or it's, um, what's the Irish one? Danny Boy? Is that mm-hmm. the one they play? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, but they played that at Dan Weldon's funeral. So well, yeah, because it's a really yeah, common one. <laughs> so we're talking gonna, about funerals. Scottish. Not, well, what's the Viking funeral song? Or we could do. Um... Don't you have to like launch in it? <laughs> yeah. He was an honorable fish. Yeah. <laughs> High distinction. Donald Boobs Trump. (laughs) Will always be remembered by his fish tanks as a leader. Godspeed, boobs. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, where's the gunfire? I need the cannons. It's a sad day for the fish. I do apologize if that pisses somebody off. <laughs> it's hard to tell which way we're leaning with it. But you we, can't the, tell. You never know. Okay, never well, know. here's the thing is that there's a real fish dying. It is. And it's it's my favorite and fish. And we're talking about it as he it's is dying. deteriorating. Because there's nothing I we can just, do. I have things planned in advance, you know. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Like when Olivia went into the if she's cemetery. Here, if she's here when he's dead, we can't just let him sit there and float, so... That's We're right. gonna have, so I've already planned this out. I thought this when we got them. So we'll tell them that they have to go see Doc McStuffins. But the the how a fish gets to Doc McStuffins is you have to put the fish in the toilet and flush it, and the fishy will swim. Yes. What else is she gonna put? She says she sings bye to her poop. <laughs> the fish will be down there to eat With the poop. She knows the fish eat, eat their the poop, poop at the zoo. The tilapia eat the poop, and then we eat the tilapia. It's yes. a beautiful cycle. Yes. Your face when he said that. <laughs> you were in, oh, in no. a state of horror. You're not. I no. I don't want to have to boobs explain. Is just gone, and we'll say he'll be back soon from the doctor. So I guess I'm saying if she's here, this is one of this is a valuable parenting man. moment because you have to teach him about death. Yeah, how you guys are going to handle this? I'm just going to have her listen to the podcast to learn about death. Okay. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carla. <laughs> This is how it really goes. You might get stabbed 25 times by your brother. Well, this week I cooked up something special. You know Oprah? No, it's not Oprah. No, what's your clue? What's your hint? We can go off of that. Is a fish involved? No, there's no fish. Uh, I talked about Daniel and I's anniversary. Oh. So oh, yeah. It's a husband and wife murder. Mm, cl- close. It's a, su- ha- it's a but, what do they call them? A suicide homicide. Murder suicide? Murder, murder, murder suicide. Nope. Because when you marry someone, you also marry their mom. Their family. Fish. Their fish family. <laughs> <laughs> when oh, yeah, two fish wed, <laughs> <laughs> you also wed the, the fish's family. Yes. So... That's your clue. What do you call? So it, it's a murder. What would Daniel's family be to me? Your in-laws. Yes. Oh, yeah. the in-laws the kill in- each other. Sure. That would be interesting. Well, I wonder what would cause that. Oh, Romeo and Juliet. We're doing Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Never murder, was suicide. there a tale of more woe than that of Juliet and her Romeo. That's the last line. <laughs> What's the first line? Something's do two star-crossed lovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We went to high school. You know, 12 years ago, I would have been able to tell you the exact quotes. Really? 13 years ago, actually. No, I'm not talking about the time away. I'm talking about your memory during. Yes. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably that. I could have. Not the, I mean, not the whole thing. But... No. I feel like I, I know, but I don't know. A thousand times good night. What's that from? That's God. I'm, I don't remember good night, anything. Good night. I say good night until it be tomorrow. Something. I just know that they. I just know they Leonardo fought each DiCaprio. other. It was the Capulets and the Montagues. I came up with that. <laughs> I just know there's nudity in the movie, and, and they showed M- it. Mrs. Perkins, which is not her name anymore, walks up with a notebook and covers it up during that scene. Yes, and that's exactly like, what holds uh, it there for a couple minutes, and is like, "Okay, there you go." That is exactly <laughs> what they let Mrs. Streeby did. School kids see it. They didn't cover it up. No, it's part of the. Human, humanness. That's exactly what Mrs. Streeby did, except yep. she just used her hand, and then she accidentally she didn't know how long to go, and she like opened her hand, and it was just a butt right there. <laughs> <And you're> like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh God!" We all laughed. It was hilarious. Daniel and I met online. If anyone has heard this before, right? Yep. Robots. Cardinal sin of meeting people online. Don't get in a car with someone you just met online. I got in a car with someone I met online. Why? I really liked him. <laughs> it's no good excuse. And I could have been at your funeral going, but she really liked him. But we really liked each other. <laughs> so not only oh, did... Oh, she warned... I mean, you warned me in advance. I shed. Like, you'll, you'll never be able to not prove I wasn't in this car. Like You'll never get away with it. Not that you'll I wouldn't die. Like, I'd still get murdered. You just wouldn't get away with it. Or I told him to clean extra well. But I, we got in the car and drove away in the car. Tell them where we went. To see the dogs. Where were the dogs? My parents' house. So I met you and your parents all on the first night. And then your brother and sister-in-law showed up as well. And when did I meet your entire... I, now, here's the thing, though. Two days later, I met your entire... Yes, at the, the cookout. Family. Yeah, and I was like, I'm sorry, but, you know... Oh, uh, at Paul and Lisa's house. And we found out we almost were related. <laughs> Stupids. Stupids. <laughs> we are not related. But just kidding. My point is, don't get in a car with someone you just met, unless you really like him. <laughs> Your mother used to go over and hang out at my great-grandmother's house. Yeah, and then my great-grandma also played euchre with your great-grandmother. And Which then we met online. Which is like cool in a weird way. In a weird way. But when we found out, it was like unfolding and we thought for a moment that we could be related. Well, I heard your mom talking about the little old Sicilian lady. Mm-hmm. And she started talking about some of the stuff. And I heard a couple of the names of the of the kids and stuff. And I went, wait a second. Like, Are you talking about Margaret? Mm-hmm. And she went, yes. I went, oh, that's my great grandmother. And my brain is like, it's too late to take back things that have already happened. It's too late. <laughs> 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 but that wasn't the third night that we had that. That was like we'd been dating for like two months, I think. It was still too late. Whenever it was we too, you to couldn't take certain yeah. things back. <laughs> there were certain things you just can't take back. Ugh. Things cannot be unseen. That's how she feels about it today. Exactly. Ugh. <laughs> Don't get in a car with strangers. I did. I met the in-laws. There's your connection. Got it. <sighs> I tried to figure out where I was at this time. Mm, what year school. was it? High school. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. It was. I do remember now. A senior. You've blossomed into such a, a beautiful young adult. I wish I could belch right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You mean you can't do it on on demand? I can't. 
And my head hurts. I feel like I would just. Yeah. All, you know, all this time. you eat all that ice cream? I ate all of it. All of it. You read the word opal. Is what that you read. says Oprah. Okay. Kiddo, I know I opal can read. Is opal is Buick in Europe. Is it? Mm-hmm. So, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Europe what is, is opal different. though? It's like a stone. Yeah, it's actually my birthstone. It's getting weirder. It is. I don't know. I just thought it was. It is Libra season, guys. Libra. Check out. Check yourself out. It's check. Libra season. That means all the girls will be wearing hot dress, walking around dressed up like Han Solo in their boots. <laughs> they do. Exactly. They do. No, it's supposed yeah. to be freaking eighty degrees. And I love pumpkin it. Pumpkin spice drinks. Latte. I already had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except it's going to be eighty degrees. I love yeah. it. But you can just get it on ice. Opal. Opal. Are we talking about the car? Or no. The stone? Neither. A person. person. Her name's Opal. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like an old name? It it does, but now it sounds like it would be one of those recycled names that's cool to use. I see. I see Ellie. Do I spell it right? Little yeah. opal. <laughs> it is nice. I feel like people, there are so many kids from our generation that all had, we all walking around with the same names mm-hmm. that everyone's like, oh God, I got to have something that no one's going to name. All right. What are we going to name the kid? Uh, Ether. From Ether. La- from last oh, week. God. Hate that. <laughs> Don't sound right. It's not. It's, it's a drug. Ether. You're thinking of Esther. Still don't like it. I'm waiting for D'Artagnan to come back. Oh, yes. Ooh, okay. Yes, let's do it. Oh, that's what... Mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Stranger Things, you just... Nickname mm-hmm. is Dart. Dart. Right? But it's also a three musketeer. Uh, th- that's what I was thinking of, actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shouldn't Stranger Things be coming back on? Yeah. Ooh. I haven't seen it in... I haven't seen a preview yeah, or, damn it. or a teaser. Or... Libra season does Fucking mean no. your shows are coming back. Outlander. Outlander. Riverdale's coming in... back. That's on my birthday, so that'll be in November. Okay. Scorpio. It's getting there. All right, ready? Can I start this? Yeah, go. It is 1947. Quite a while back. That explains the name Opal. Yep. Yep. Ben Collins Jr. is 28 years old and was a paratrooper with the- Any relation to Tom Collins? I don't know. Was a paratrooper with the 11th Airborne Division in World War II. And upon his return home, he was unfortunately crippled in an, an automobile accident- on July 26, 1947, and became a paraplegic. Can you define that? A paraplegic? Mm-hmm. Anyone that does not have, or you have, blah, 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 blah. you do not have feeling of your lower extremities. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like waist like, down, right? Yeah. Um, I think typically the feeling is usually rib cage or down, yeah. but it depends all where the spinal cord injury is located. Yeah. What so. is it? Uh, if it's your thoracic spine, I mean, obviously, if it's your lumbar spine, that's most likely going to be like your waist downs. Mm-hmm. Your thoracic spine, you're getting into probably waist down and even possibly your be lungs. A, uh, quadriplegic. And then, yeah, because yeah, when you lose your lungs, yeah, that's never. Oh. But then mm-hmm. obviously anything in the neck, then it's. But he was a paraplegic, so in a wheelchair at 28 and survived World War II. So it's like, well, fuck. And then came home. And got in a car accident and received $10,000 in insurance money, which would have been about 85000 today. And in today's money, that accident, I'm, I'm assuming it was someone else's fault. That, I, yeah. That he got money. Yeah. He'd, be, he'd get a lot more than eighty-five grand. Mm-hmm. Then he meets 25-year-old Opal Agnes. I also saw it as Opal Adkins. So 
So there's one I of like those. Opal Agnes. How about we'll, we'll make a compromise. We'll call her Opal Anus. There you go. That works. But there is another woman in his life. Local beauty, Opal. I hope you don't mind that I've, I've come here today. No, not at all. I thought maybe we could go to the movies. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Opal Collins is a very attractive woman. She's in her mid-20s. People described her as having the face of an angel. Hi. Hi. Opal, I've heard about you. Opal's going to take me to the movies. It's a whirlwind relationship that soon has Opal meeting all his family. Dad, this is Opal. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Opal, pleasure to meet you. And these are my sisters, Martha and Mary. And you know, Mom. Yes, yes, I do. Please do have a seat. Thank you. <laughs> this looks delicious. In Opal, Ben saw a beautiful woman that wanted to be with him. At the dinner table, this attractive stranger is all grace and charm. Tell us about yourself, Opal. Well, there's not much to tell, really. <laughs> I'm single, never been married. But your son might just change that. Well, yeah, I guess. You never know. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> uh, and she started hanging around a lot. As one would, like you and I did, when you like each other. You see each other every day. And she made his family a little uncomfortable because she had a... Fast and sassy attitude. Well, well, she well. was not only sassy, but she was fast. And Opal becomes a permanent fixture in the household, visiting regularly, a bit too regularly for his mother. I don't trust her. But they seem so happy. The Collins family did not approve of Opal at all. They didn't think she was a good match. For Ben Jr. Come on, it's Ben. Opal is just too fast and sassy. And around her, accidents happen. I think you should go. Certainly not. I mean it. Now. I'm okay, boy. I'm okay. But Ben is having none of it. He can't believe his luck. For Ben, I think it was even more important that he have this really good-looking woman at his side because in some ways the accident may have felt made him feel like he might have been less of a man. Ben insists Opal can visit anytime she wants. See? I could look after you real well. Want some help? No, thank you. I was asking Ben. It's all right, Mom. Opal was as jealous of his own family as she would have been another woman in Ben's life. Uh, and there tend to be some frequent accidents around her, bizarrely. Like him falling out of his wheelchair type stuff. But they quickly married about one month after being together. Which, you know. It is what it is. And then 
that all of that was in Kentucky. <laughs> and there's some discord. The family doesn't really like her. They're kind of like, something doesn't feel right. But Ben says, no, 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 but we love each other. And that's that's kind of common. That That's similar, too, to our story. My family was like, I think that's a shady bitch. Like, oh, really? Nah. And they didn't? I thought that was the first one nah, they said gives, that about. <laughs> she, gives, she gives good hummer. <gasps> well, that's what this one. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Stop it. So they moved to, I'm so sorry, Hammond, Indiana. Wow. I know. I Where's didn't, Hammond? Where's Hammond? Yep. <laughs> it's like two hours. What is it? It's always in Hammond. I'm sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. Well, the, I don't, never mind. I'm not going to say anything bad about that place. No. Just it seems just, like it just a happened. lot of suspicious people Things are there. happening there. In the documentary I watched, um, they didn't even name the state. They're like, they left Kentucky and moved to another state. And I was like, hey, fuck you too. <laughs> so that, Another state in that region. We don't actually know no, what border they're in. It's just over that way. So he had some money from this, meaning he purchased a five-bedroom brick ranch for him and his family to live in. His family included Ben Sr., 50 years old, Julia, his mother, 48, Marianne, 14, his sister, his other sister, Mary Sue, who was 11, and Bobby, who was six, and Opal, because they had gotten married. All right. Opal. Well, once Opal moves in, she decides that she's the fucking boss, because she's the woman of the house. If her husband owns the house, and I'm married to him, that means I run the house, and I'm in charge. It's the 1950s, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And she begins to insist that her in-laws and his siblings move out now. Yikes. 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 The feuds began. My husband, all right? You rick the old woman. He married me. I'm the one that gets to make the decisions in this house, not you. Julia absolutely despised her, wanted nothing to do with her. I used your marriage to get his toilet paper. That's how little I think your marriage... Opal fights back. As soon as she became Queen Bee, she insisted that Ben's family leave. They were at each other. It was like two cats in a bag. The family hits a breaking point. It was just tension in the household every day from sunrise to sundown for god's sake and it was mainly because opal was so jealous of his family and that because his parents took care of him after the accident and i think him and his mother were really close also Ben Sr. believed that she had tried to kill his son a year earlier in Kentucky by setting fire to a special car that he had made. He had no proof of that, and Ben Jr. wouldn't substantiate it. Oh. So he's protecting his little lady. Mm -hmm. They said she was very attractive. They called him BJ for short. (laughs) (laughs) On March 26, 1956, a new quarrel, quarrel flared up according to Opal, and her mother-in-law shouted at her, If you don't get out, we're gonna carry you out! (sighs) 
and that's when Opal went to the garage, grabbed a 22 rifle, put 16 rounds in it, and began to fire first at her mother-in-law, then the rest of the family, except Ben Sr., who was at work, and young Bobby, who escaped when the shooting began. That's fucked up. Yep. This is known as familicide. You made that up. No, one not. It's when you try to kill the whole family. All because she's all because the mother-in-law said we're going to carry you out of this house. That's honestly the most polite way to pick <laughs> yeah. someone out. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even say we're going to throw you out. Nope. Ben Junior was obviously there when this happened too, and he was in his bed. Well, he could hear the gunfire happening, but couldn't get up out of bed fast enough to stop it because he is a paraplegic. So he heard his whole family being massacred before she finally came to him and did the, if I can't have you, no No one can have you. All the while, Ben is lying helpless in his bed. He hears the horror of his family being slaughtered. Ben had to listen to his whole family being massacred. Then her footsteps coming up the stairs for him. Opal, what have you done? Stop. If I can't have you, no one can. Please don't. Uh, after the shooting, Opal placed the rifle in the garage, went to a, the home of Miss, Mrs. Taylor, and asked her to call the cops. Meanwhile, police had already received a call from another neighbor where Bobby Collins had fled when the shooting started. Opal was arrested in front of the Taylor home. According to news accounts, Opal showed no remorse when Hammond police questioned her about the killings. She simply signed a confession. She just wanted her husband's relatives out of the house. Seems a bit extreme. Yeah, I mean, they are <laughs> out of the house now. Technically. She turns herself in. Hi, Uncle. Can you call the police? I shot them all. Psychopaths don't feel guilt for what they did, remorse for what they did, or empathy for their victims. People that are not capable of empathy are also not capable of love. I'm the one that did it. Shot the whole damn family. Why would you do that? Gave me a rough time. Oh, it's nice to be inspired every once in a while. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Her only other excuse was his parents were trying to break up our marriage. They told my husband I was trying to get all his money. Again, a bit extreme. So, all of this made picking a jury difficult because it's all men, right? Remember Louisville, (laughs) Mr. Teal and the Louisville Love Triangle. Mm -hmm. Remember that? It's about the same time period. Mm -hmm. And it was all men on the jury. And it's their next problem is what man didn't want to shoot his mother-in-law at one time or another. So you had to convince 12 men that it's wrong to shoot your mother-in-law. The only other time I've wanted to shoot your mom was when she shit in our, be- uh, shit in our hotel room. <laughs> 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 oh, 
and flooded it and flooded the bathroom at at a sacred sacred place we had to move rooms god i bet it still stinks to this day disrespectful (laughs) also side note i did just buy a life magazine all about the man mr mickey mouse go on mr mickey mouse yeah so the jurors remain less than unanimous. Opal's attorney T. Cleve, Clive Stenhouse, hmm, argued insanity and apparently reached some of the jury. At first, the jury was split 10 to 2 in favor of the death penalty and then 11 to 1. Finally, after deliberating for 23 whole hours, the jury decided that Opal should be put to death for killing 11-year-old Mary Sue. That's only one murder. Fuck is, that bitch. Is what she was tried for kill an 11 year old what the hell are you I always doing? think that's interesting how that works out like up oh, they killed they killed 17 people but we can only try them for one yep yeah that is weird on october 26 1956 25 year old opal agnes collins became the first woman in indiana history sentenced to die in the electric chair electric chair the good old electric chair I think they should bring the electric chair back. Buzz, buzz, bitch. (laughs) Judge William J. Murray set the execution date for February 15th. This was historically significant because no other woman had been electrocuted in Indiana or even hung since the state was organized in 1816. And the woman hung before that was guilty of perjury. Witchcraft. Witchcraft! (laughs) What did I win? Uh... Moving on. <laughs> when Judge Typical. when Judge Murray asked Opal if she had any anything to say, the young woman broke down in tears and fainted. Two matrons, which I don't know what I guess just old women, uh, tried to help to hold to the Hammond jail where she was examined by by a deputy coroner. The deputy coroner told police he believed her to be sane. Who does the deputy coroner usually examine? Dead people. Dead people. <laughs> so that's just That's odd. also an elected official. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. That is. I'm not saying he was bad at being a deputy coroner. I'm just no. saying. Can oh. anyone just run for coroner? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> we should do it. That's what God. we're going to do. If we ever win the lottery, we're going to spend a bunch of money on a campaign to be the deputy coroner. I think you have to be a doctor. Well, Carla, I don't know. Carla just said. I just think didn't. I don't. I don't necessarily know if that's true. But if you don't recall back when, um, a couple. I don't want to say a couple years ago because I think it was more than that. Um, like there was a fatal car accident, and it was two young girls in it, and they identified one as dead and one as living, but they mixed them up. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, that um, that van crash from the kids from Taylor University. Yeah, yeah. and just makes you think like I don't know. This was an elected official. The coroner was. I don't know if they have to have a doctorate or anything like that. Be an MD, you mean? They've got to yeah. be an MD. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it. I could they cut read bodies on up and weigh them. But still. You have to determine cause of death. Yeah. You're right. So I, ho- I hope that that's you have to have a degree. <laughs> I hope. But there was a problem in Indiana with a coroner, like, fudging results and shit we should do something i'll research that and bring that up okay it's just interesting i think yeah um because you could have a pathologist also figure out the cause of death yeah and that's but did they go to med school a pathologist oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay pathologist i'm gonna go to med i'm gonna go to doctor school 
doctor school. <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah, and g- then you could be a pathologist. I got the smarts. You, you, you know what's the worst you do? Figure accidentally figure out who died or figure. Yeah, out you can't accidentally, accidentally kill... rack up a bunch of student loans. Is what I would <laughs> accidentally do. You can't accidentally kill a dead person. That's yeah. That's what. Yeah. You can accidentally misdiagnose and piss off a lot of people. <laughs> Judge Murray waited for the matrons to haul Opal out of the courtroom. Spectators then saw six-year-old Bobby Collins run to the front of the courtroom, throw his arms around the judge, and kiss him on the cheek. They don't know if this was coordinated or not. (laughs) And Ben Collins Sr. said, I think the state of Indiana did justice the whole way through. Shocking. Get it? (laughs) Au contraire. Oh, no. What happens, usually... De- automatic appeal. December 10th, 1956, Governor George S. Craig commuted the death penalty to life while arguments raged on whether Opal should be tried for all the other murders. How many other? One, two, there's like three other ones. Mm-hmm. They Nope. And I couldn't, okay, and this was the problem then. I couldn't find for sure how much time she did in prison. I looked it up in the offender locator and then I tried to find her on Ancestry to see when she died specifically or if you know, when they let her out and I could not determine it. I found their marriage record, but that was about it. And I found her husband, Ben's death certificate, but not hers. So you're saying she got out. I don't know. And I couldn't find it in, because sometimes it'll say in the offender locator, it'll say deceased, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't, you know, it's an older case, so it didn't come up. And then I couldn't find her. Yeah, especially if she passed a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm sure she is dead now, but I don't know if th- she got let out. I mean, that's really shitty if you're sentenced to life and or sentenced to death, it gets commuted to life, and then you get let out. But that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. So in 1995, the Indiana legislation passed that the governor made a law making lethal injection the method of execution in Indiana. million put into a remodeling project for death row, including new locks, security lighting, and cell doors. During the project, death row inmates were housed at the Maximum Control Facility in Westville, about 10 miles from the prison. I just added extra information because it was shorter. But we did put $4.5 million into a new death row. Marion. Marion. Wow, we already talked about what our last meal would be, and you simply could not come up with one. But it was about in-laws killing... No, what would I... I'm about the wife killing the in-laws and her husband. I wonder how often that happens. I'll have clips in here because it's from Investigation Discovery's Deadly Women. Ooh. With Candace DeLong, FBI agent. She's impressive. She's... Yeah, but she has her own TV show. I knew it was going to be shorter, but I'll have the audio clips in here if that helps. Do we want to check and see if the fish died? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. We'll announce it live on air. All right, guys, we're going, we're live. Okay, we've been live this whole time. <laughs> not not when you're going to hear it, though. Okay, never mind. So people always said, like, they're live tweeting the episode, like people, like, fans do. And I was like, does it live tweeting, like, w- just while they're listening to it, they're live tweeting it? I don't know. I don't know what counts. Okay, not so dead. we're checking on the fish. As we mentioned earlier, he has fallen ill, and they have done pretty much everything possible. As far as going and getting antifungal medication and antibiotics for this fish. It's not going well. And I have to say, which I find impressive because I think that's a lot more than some people would do. It is a goldfish. It is actually a blackfish. He's not gold. 
No, but he falls into the category. Oh, okay. I guess. I don't know. Anyways, should we talk about the people we upset in our little indie murderino Facebook group? I don't... They didn't... No, not upset, upset, but they were like, I just wasn't looking for podcast reviews. I was just in my indie murderino Facebook group, and then I found podcast reviews of our podcast. Yeah. And they weren't positive, and I was like, man, I wasn't looking for that. They're like, it was so bad. I tried so hard to get through the first episode. It's like, don't start. You never start with the first episode. Well, I, I was like just a little upset by that. And I don't I don't care what people say mm-hmm. about this because we're amateurs. No, and we're, we're and we do it yeah. for fun. Yes. And it makes us all get together like at least once a week. Mhm. But the first one is it's personal. Poor, yeah, it is, but it is also poor quality cuz we didn't have the technology we have now. Yeah. And we didn't know what we were doing. I didn't know how to edit as well as I do now. Um We had to start somewhere. Yeah, I knew that. And we actually debated whether or not to cover that story later on or at the beginning. We can always talk about it again. Yeah, it's not like true. our memories uh, memories of not have not gone away. No, but then right after we released that episode, that fucker died. Yeah. Our podcast killed Mark Well, Leonard. we could do another one. Maybe it'll kill the other guy. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it was just like a little personal because I'm sorry if my perp traumatic events weren't entertaining enough <laughs> no. to you. No. But, but then they a couple of people then are like, "What's the podcast?" Because I've never promoted our podcast in that group. I've no, never because said, it's not that's no, not, not why people trying. are there. No, so then people didn't know, and I gave them a couple episodes to start with. So yeah, if they wanted to, that's okay. Everyone has their I, opinions, you know, but we didn't expect to see that. Like you yeah, said. I was just not in the mood for iTunes reviews, and then it was Facebook iTunes reviews. <laughs> He's still alive. He got oh. stuck somewhere in the tank, so I had to get a spoon to move him oh out. My God. Without explaining how the tank's set up, I never thought he'd actually swim and go in there, but he couldn't get out, so I had a a spoon, so we're we're just going to throw that spoon away. No, that's your spoon. (laughs) It's your portion of spoon. Well, it's a plastic spoon. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's sad. I don't know. I don't know if they can recover at this point. The fish, I mean. Fishy, fishy. Yeah. (laughs) So, happy anniversary to Daniel and I. Yep. Happy anniversary, kids. It's been a long and winding road. Long and arduous. <laughs> <laughs> South Park came back. They still making that? Yeah, their hashtag is cancel South Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So I don't we don't think they want to do it anymore, but like, we don't, um but like they have no choice. I don't know, but like I like it, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I could tell you a story that happened today. What? Um I went to Kilroy's before the game mm-hmm. just to get like food. Mm-hmm. And they check your ID when you go in because it's a bar. Yeah. And my friend Chino was in front of me and she showed the bouncer her ID and he was like, you are just, you're fucking gorgeous. <gasps> and she was like, thank you so much. And then I gave him my ID and he goes, here you go. And you're like, yay, thanks. Uh, I'm he was like, here you go. But see, aren't, aren't you guys like are supposed to be completely against somebody's doing that? And I think you can I take just, a compliment. Like was it was just a compliment. He didn't ask for her number or anything. Or pursue her. Nothing like that. He was just like, you are gorgeous. That doesn't mean you get to go complimenting women. Uh, that wasn't the point of the story. The point was is that he I'd took- I'd say you are gorgeous, and they'd say you are fat. Aww. No. <laughs> that's not true. So I, she said thank you mm-hmm. and moved on, and then he looked at me and, and my ID and was like, here you go. Here you go. I was like, oh, I didn't get the same reaction. He goes, well, sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just like, okay, well. You're like, well. I just feel like if you're going to like make a huge big deal out of one person, you should be like, oh, you girls are all pretty or something. Like she's going to go, oh my God, I met the man of my dreams. But it's the movie, is it a beautiful mind where he figures out that if you go for the most attractive girl in the group and she turns you down, the other girls in the group won't accept you because... They come in second place. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so Absolutely. So if you find the absolute most attractive girl in the group, you hit on her and she's like, dude, no. seriously out of your league. And then you turn to the girl to your left and she's going to go, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I would oh, say no, no. fuck you. Like I just watched them. you hit on my friend that yeah. you obviously decided was more attractive. I just thought it was funny. I almost let it ruin my vibe. But then I was like, fuck you. It's this Libra season. I'm not going to let it ruin my it's vibe. It's fucking Libra season. PSLs for days. Wait till it's Scorpio season. Then we hide. <laughs> no one likes Scorpios. They just know that they're the most volatile. I'm medicated. <laughs> I think close second is a Pisces, though. They're kind of yeah. nuts. What is Daniel? He's a Virgo. Virgo, and he is a Virgo. He's such a Virgo. Haley's a Virgo, what too. What does that mean? Oh, you just fit. Like, there's some horoscope stuff. I'm like, God, oh, that's garbage. That's bullshit. Daniel's a Virgo. Mm-hmm. And it just fits 100%. It fits Haley. It's, it's kind of scary. It's, yeah. Well, let's see. So here. I could let's, date let's Haley? See what my horror scope is. I could... um, they, and they put matches together, and mm-hmm. Haley and her fiance, it's like a perfect match. I bet. Well, him and I match the personality, but I don't know about signs but we talked about sun sign and then moon sign and i my moon sign is scorpio but what's my moon sign i forget you're supposed to know this yourself is it a sagittarius hold on yes yeah let's let's see what's going on here i've created an external stirring when you want to get the job done what where are you you? today's horoscope yes (laughs) that's that's cosmos that's cosmos that's supposed to be that was the very uh, you know what i did i went to google and i clicked on the fucking first one okay i'm gonna give you like a rundown here i didn't even read what it said no that's just a sexually motivated one cosmos is well god damn it (laughs) i do read cosmos every monday though just so you guys know that's when they come out. That's when they come out, yo. All work and no play. That's your M.O. until early afternoon today, thanks to the moon hovering in your responsible 10th house. Now, I don't understand the houses. I know it, it has a lot to do with like stars in the position of Be this guy. a DIY project, organizing your office, or tweaking an upcoming presentation. You can make major headway or even cross the finish line. Enjoy the surge of productivity. Okay, here we go. Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac, to be exact. That's the way the Virgos like it. Exacting. Those born under this horoscope sign are forever the butt jokes for being so picky and critical, and they can be, but their attention to detail is for a reason, to help others. Virgos are more than more than any any other zodiac sign were born to serve and gives them great joy. Zach, if you're listening to this, that is correct. That is correct. Uh, they are also tailor-made for the job, since common Virgo traits are being industrious, methodical, and efficient. The sense of duty borne by these folks is considerable, and it ensures that they will always work for the greater good. Can we print this out? Yeah, I, you are. Another job. You somewhere. are a Virgo, and Scorpios are scary. They, so. as Scorpios are just more emotional than any other sign. I don't know. Daniel's pretty emotional. Mine is. So annoying, so annoyingly true because 
they're basically like, eh, you're the doormat for everyone. <laughs> Welcome. Let me step on you. Yeah. <laughs> you love everyone and you want everyone to love you back. And you get. And you should consider bitching a lot less than what you do. <laughs> I doesn't give it. What? <laughs> what? That was a guess. Was I right? No, no. because Libras tend to want to keep the peace. There's no confrontation. Like they won't, they'll, they'll stay quiet. What does it say about Danielle's? I go searching for an argument. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Now what? Okay. You want to fight? You want to fight? I got nothing to lose. (laughs) Now Drake has an, um, an album called Scorpion. That's what comes up. Sorry. Okay. Let's click on this. Okay, Scorpio isn't the eighth sign of the zodiac, and that shouldn't be taken lightly, nor should Scorpios. Those born under this sign are dead serious in their mission to learn about others. There's no fluff or chatter for Scorpios either. These folks will zero in on the essential questions, gleaning the secrets that lie within. The Scorpio zodiac concerns itself with beginnings and endings is an unaf- and is unafraid of either. Ooh. Ooh. They travel in a world that is gray and white and has little use. Or black and white and has little use for gray. Ooh. Ooh. The curiosity of Scorpios is immeasurable, which may be why they are such adept investigators. Ooh. It's getting sexier rather than me. <laughs> the folks with the Scorpio horoscope sign love to probe and know how to get to the bottom of things. You're such a button pusher. <laughs> the fact that they have a keen sense of intuition cl- certainly helps. That's the nicest one I've ever heard. Except the button pushing part. That's the nicest one I've ever heard. The part where it said that they are constant naggers. Nag, nag, nag. But probing, it literally says that probing has no fear of beginnings or endings. It's just a constant blur of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Garbage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's Libra season. Let's just read this really quick. Real quick because it's for Libras. Now we're just sitting here. Okay, got it. Libra is the seventh sign, and and it's at this point in the zodiac that we start to see a shift. Ooh, while the first six signs of the zodiac focus, zodiac focus on the individual, the last six focus on the individual's contact with others and with the world. The Libra zodiac sign is the first and foremost focused on others and how they relate to them. We can call this the sign of partnership with a capital P. Because these folks do not want to be alone. (laughs) For Libra, everything is better if it's done as a pair. Libras are good when they're paired up too, since they epitomize balance, harmony, and a sense of fair play. While they are true teamwork players, their favorite partnership is at home, marriage. What? This is getting stupid. Libra, You know what that says? It says you need to get off your ass and find you a man. (laughs) That football player. Libras feel most complete when they are coupled up with their forever love. Well, that was stupid. I want to no, go home. No, you want to go home. Me, me. I want to go home to myself. Self in my home. In my roommate, she could be upstairs. You never know. You can't tell if she's home. What's well, her sign? I don't know. I should ask her. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, guess, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You tell them where to find us. Okay. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Who's Your Homicide. Like us on Facebook. And uh, you can download the podcast at a million different places for what reason, I don't know. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Is that all of them? I think that's it. Well, like, why? Anyway. Uh, you know. <laughs> and you can send us email if you want. We're on, we're mm-hmm. on the email sphere. We're probably going to need some good reviews here. We need them. 
And then I'll read them. And then we need them. We'll read, read them. them. Get stickers if you we want. We have them. special episodes for our Patreon donors. Yep. Patreon can be a thing too. We have Daniel and I have a new one that we need to record. What's it going to be about? Yeah. It's an interesting <laughs> one. Well, um, I want to know. Well, give me a hint. Treasure. Um, Pirates. No, Helen, <laughs> the guy that just. <laughs> Troy, like Agamemnon, Troy, gold. The movie. No, the real shit. What? I'm mm-hmm. confused. It has a connection. Orlando and actually, No, the stuff in history, the real stuff. Um, Helen of Troy, that the movie. The, no, <laughs> that ha- it actually has a connection to Indiana. Wasn't there? Oh. Uh, Do you ever watch uh, DuckTales? Yeah, yeah. They had a an episode that had uh, like a movie that was based off of Helen of Troy. Really? Yes. I can pick. I think I can picture. Yes. God damn it! I'm having flashbacks. Ooh, go with you. Better go with go it. Go with it. Run. Run so, with it. Yeah, we're going to record that one soon, and it's a dollar, and you can get all that stuff. And a dollar? to be a Patreon. It's a dollar Oh, a it's month. like the minimum's a dollar. Yeah, I don't ask for The five. maximum Some people is like no maximum. Yeah, you can yeah, always... Yeah, you remember that bitch? One million. The harp lady? Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Yes. One million. Yeah, you can... I don't do different levels. You just give what your soul tells you to give oh or not. God, that's so deep. Give some, give less. If you're a Libra, Raiders of the Lost Harp. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, so, that that sent me back a little bit because when I was working at Disney, they had um, they're not golf carts; they're called something else. They're like work golf carts, mm-hmm. but they all had names, and one of them was the guy oh, from Ducktales. Okay. <laughs> we have merchandise at T Public. I'll put a link in. You can buy that. Take a picture. Tag us on social media, and I'll send you a deck of pod cards. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's that's a nice setup. Also, going back to what I said, Lightning McQueen was the slowest one. And for honest to goodness, stay out of the corn. Close your eyes and imagine a room. There's a secret door. A staircase that descends into darkness. A room filled with terrible wonders. It is a library of mysteries, a catalog of terrors. Join us bi-weekly down the hidden staircase for stories and cases you probably haven't heard of. You can find the hidden staircase on iTunes, Spotify, or any podcatcher. Don't forget to lock your doors and hold tight to your flashlight.